as a Christian, we are fed by the word. Our lives are in the word. Who we are is in the word. We, we are what we eat, what we feed on. When you feed on the word of God, you become the word. You become an expression of the word of God. We'll continue with our series on the church. Amen. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 4. There is one body and one spirit, even as you are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is above all, through all, and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he said, when he ascended upon high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended, what is it but that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth? He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might feel all things. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and some teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight, slight of men, uh, uh, or slight of men, uh, uh, and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplieth according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself in love. We've been, we, we have start, started this thing from the book of First uh, Corinthians chapter 12, praise God, and began to dig with the gifts. Now, would you say that a prophet is one who's, who under the inspiration and direct influence of the Spirit of the Lord shows and or speaks forth future events? and or interprets hard sentences or signs as revealed by the Lord. That's a prophet. Praise God. Now, we said hard sentences. We're not talking about dark sentences. We're not talking about omens. Hallelujah. Because those are dark sentences. Omens are dark sentences. We're talking about hard sentences. Mysteries. Praise God. The prophetic flourish and operates in close fellowship with the spirit of the Lord. A prophet is God's oracle speaking the mind of God in the instant. We said that a prophet speaks as he sees and hears. Hence, they were called seers under the Old Testament. Praise the Lord. We had also dealt with gifts of the Holy Spirit that operate in the office of the prophet. And we said the first of those gifts is the gift of prophecy. Hallelujah is the gift of prophecy. If you, if you can't prophesy, you're not a prophet. Praise God. 
Then we talked about discerning of spirits, which is the working of the Holy Ghost in a person, causing the person to see into the realm of the spirit to enable the individual distinguish, decide, or judge clearly the cause or the reasons for what is happening or that which shall happen. That's what we said. And we said that the gift of discerning of spirits includes visions of all kinds. Open vision, hallelujah, trances, the vision of the night. And all of those things form part of discerning of spirits. Amen. Then we talked about the wisdom, the word of wisdom. Praise the Lord. That is divine interpretation of signs, mysteries, the giving of solution to life's problems, which are not ordinarily apparent without the presence of that gift. We talked about the fact that Joseph was able to interpret the dreams of Pharaoh through this particular gift. Now, the word of knowledge, we did talk about the word of knowledge, and um, we said it's, spiritual, it's a spiritual faculty imparted by the Holy Ghost, which causes a believer who has this gift to become aware of the unfolding, unknowing, or comprehending of what God has done or will do in the instant, which was not apparent to the senses before the word was given. It can also include revelation into divine secrets, which was not learned, but yet it is fragmented, which means it's not complete knowledge. Do you get what I'm saying? Now, today, we're going to enter the power gifts. The power gifts operate in the office of the prophet, of some prophets. Hallelujah. A man who's really operating the office of a prophet, because we said that there are two gifts in the New Testament that are ambassadors of Christ. The office of the apostle and the office of a prophet. They are the real ambassadors. Praise God. Now, we are all ambassadors in a way, in a sense, which means, or we can say we're all diplomats of the kingdom of heaven. We represent the kingdom of God. But those who really are the ambassadors who had the commissions of, of God, his operations, major operations around the world, are apostles and prophets. Hallelujah. When things are, are difficult, God relies on these two gifts when, when there's a problem. In the last days, when the Antichrist will arise, the Bible says that they're going to send him shepherds, five of them, and seven principal men who are going to take on the Antichrist. Praise the Lord. So these two gifts, and we also know that the two olive trees or branches or trees in the, in the latter days, the two prophets who are going to speak in the last days, that will bring judgment upon the earth, they will prophesy and all of that, they are prophets. Praise God. So these two gifts are very vital when it comes to serious issues that have to do with the adversary. You know, the kingdom of darkness are in categories, right? The devil is there. Then you have principalities. You have powers. You have the rulers of the darkness of this world. Hallelujah. We have spirit, wicked spirits in the heavenlies, which we call spiritual wickedness. Then you have their foot soldiers. Those are the demons that go around. And as you have them as spirit beings, you also have human beings in this world that operate what those 
things have. When witches and wizards and all of that operate, they use these, you know, and the occult and various things that we have in the land. Praise God. And none of these things are of God. Praise God. Now, the power gifts operate in the office of a prophet because sometimes prophets work miracles. We've seen that in the Old Testament. All of us in the New Testament are priests unto our God. Technically, we're prophets. Bible said that the testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. And we said that the purpose of the gifts is to get the body to the place where we operate at the level of the spiritual gift. When we are taught, when, an, when a professor of engineering teaches you engineering about how an engine works and how to build one, it means he has transferred the knowledge to you and then you can build an engine, right? Praise the Lord. So when, uh, uh, that is automobile engineer, you know, if he, if he does teach you that, you will know about how those things work. He will teach you the principles. And sometimes people go, not sometimes, people go ahead and begin to build different things even better than their teachers taught them. But they're using the same principle. So God's intention is not that, uh, that everybody comes to the prophet, comes to the apostle, comes to the evangelist, comes to the pastor, but know that knowledge is imparted and then the people of God do the work of the ministry that all of us becomes, we become masters. We have the mastery over the affairs of life. Amen? Glory be to God. We reign in the realm of life. We know that in the New Testament, we do not see where a prophet walked a miracle besides Jesus. Hallelujah, because Jesus was also a prophet and an apostle and the son of God. Hallelujah. All the gifts were rolled up in him. He's the head of the body. Praise God. Now, just like under the Old Testament, there is nothing that you see that is good under the Old that was not done by God for a purpose. Praise God. God is a God of order. God is a God of purpose. God does not do anything without his without, uh, uh, counsel, his counsel, amen? Now, and, and he's a spirit, he's the Holy Ghost. God does it with wisdom, with the spirit of wisdom. And I like to say that the devil does not have wisdom. If he had wisdom, he would not have rebelled against God. He doesn't have any wisdom. And that is why there are no perfect crimes. First Kings chapter 17 and the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belonged unto Zidon, and dwell there. This was Elijah. For those who are acquainted with this story, it was Elijah. But we're going to find out that it was Elijah. I didn't want to read it from the beginning, because there's a lot we're going to be handling today. And so he arose and went to Zarephath, and when he came to the gates of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but an handful of meal in the barrel, and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it, 
for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go, do as thou hast said, but make me there, thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. For thus saith the Lord, the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. Now, let me say this before I go on. The world has a form of wisdom. Their wisdom is not the wisdom of God. They have skill that God gave to some people upon the earth, which is still okay, even though they're not Christians, they were born with it. Praise God. Skill is a form of wisdom. But the proper wisdom of God, the world does not have it. Praise God. So they reason differently from us. And we are not of the world. Now, the world would have said, how can you come to this poor widow and say she should give you, she doesn't have much, and you say she should give you what she's got. And not only did you say she should give you what she's got, you had the infantry to say she should give you first. If you did that in today's world, MSNBC and CNN will be all over you. But thus saith the Lord, God of Israel, the barrel of oil shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did according to the saying of Elijah, and she and he and her house did eat many days, and the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail according to the word of the Lord, which is spake by Elijah. Praise the Lord. Now, let us also go to 2 Kings chapter 6. 2 Kings chapter 6, we'll see another miracle. The Bible says that the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. We're sticklers or sticklers for the word of God. Amen. We believe in the word of God. The basis of our Christian faith is the word of God. Now, we can have that word when it comes into a man can produce various flavors or fragrances of God's grace. But where it came from, the seed is the word of God. Amen? It came from the word of God. The offices that we operate, the gifts of the spirit that we operate, we have to be in the word of God. You know, I, um, the, 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 you, know you have to be committed to the word as a tree is committed to the ground. You know, we are trees of righteousness. Amen? The scripture says that we are trees of righteousness. And so, you have to be committed to the word of God in studying it, in reading it. Especially in these last days, as a Christian, we are fed by the word. Our lives are in the word. Who we are is in the word. We, we are what we eat, what we feed on. When you feed on the word of God, you become the word. You become an expression of the word of God. Amen. We are born of God's word. Praise the Lord. Like when you express kindness, after reading the scriptures, where it talks about kindness, you yield to the spirit of God in that area and kindness becomes a fruit that comes out of your knowledge of the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, in 2 Kings chapter uh, 6, I'm going to read from verse 1. Something happened there. 
And the sons of the prophets said unto Elisha, Behold now, the place where we dwell with thee is too straight for us. Let us go, and we pray thee unto Jordan, and take hence every man a beam, and let us make us a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. Now what he means is that the place was too small for all of them to dwell in. Praise God. All right. And one said, be content, I pray thee. Go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. You know, the sons of the prophet said, prophet, we can't go except you go with us. And so, they went with, and so he went with them. And when they came to Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was felling a beam, the axe head fell into the water. And he cried and said, alas, master, for it was borrowed. And the man of God said, where fell it? And he showed him the place. And he cut down a stick and cast it in theater. And the iron did swim. Back in the day, you know, axe heads could come off the, the wood that it was attached to. So he came off of it and fell into the water, into a stream or a lake or whatever that was there. So they, they told him that that axe head was actually borrowed. So he now said, okay, where did it fall? And they showed him. So he, he caught a stick and put the stick on top of the water and the axe head floated on top of, you know, came up. Praise God. That's a miracle. So this gift, the gift of a prophet, has in it the walking of miracles.